At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hey, let's roll on a Thursday morning on a numbers game. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Hey, Kelly, we uh more than halfway home. Gilly's back in a few days. Kelly Bidlin's here as well. That's what the whole audience is thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know the audience. Halfway is, home. I know the audience is <laughs> obviously thinking that. It's like, hey, you have to listen to Parlay the whole week? What the hell? Not good. Uh, but, uh, hey, we're, we're happy to be with you today. Our, uh, what do we have on the show today? We got Jason Weingarten, top of the next hour. We have Dwayne Colucci. It'd be good to talk with Dwayne. I haven't talked Dwayne. to him in forever. I haven't talked to Dwayne in a while. Nicest guy in Las Vegas. Runs the sports book up at the Rampart Casino in Summerlin. And then... Uh, John Jansen, who you hear in Philadelphia radio, uh, 10.30 Eastern time. Uh, a great time with that. And uh, Kelly and I's opinions on a lot of nonsense today, right, Kelly? As always. As always. As always. Before we get into sports, Kelly, I, I, I told our audio engineer, Kev, earlier this story. And Kev was impressed. I, I, it's very hard to impress Kevin Trask in the corner over there. But Kevin was impressed by this. Okay. So... I went to Costco yesterday. I want his opinion very high, too. So oh, okay. his opinion. Right. Look, look, of anyone who works at the network, Kev is easily in the top 10% of opinions that matter. Easily. Oh, okay. Easily. 
So <laughs> come, come up with a top 10 list tomorrow. and uh, uh, No, okay. I'll, I'll get myself in trouble on that one. Uh, so I went to Costco yesterday. By the way, it was snowing. It was actually snowing in Vegas for yeah, about three hours. Yeah, wouldn't we have just... 70 degrees on, uh, yeah, on it was, Tuesday? It, it, it was very Midwestern-like. 70 degrees on Tuesday, snow yesterday. A it lot was, of fun. It, yeah, it was very, I haven't had a weather pattern like that since I lived in Columbia, Missouri for all those years. So, Kelly, I haven't been to Costco since I was a, a, a teenager been a long time my fiance bought a membership uh Ooh, under fancy. under under the weather this week so she's like we need we need food go up there get there I'm like all right i got a membership to get my groceries so, so <laughs> it's good. just you and her what are you buy? what are you buying tubs of uh cheetos and stuff like no, that no 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 i uh I, trust me i bought a lot of stuff i didn't need 17 shampoo packs so like, so, <laughs> so i'm like all right I'm going in there. I don't want to spend more than 200. I, I did actually. I did forget that. So that's part of the reason is, this is as good as it is. $249.99 is what I wanted to spend at most, Kelly. Okay. All what right? was the number? $249.99. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You came up with this number before you entered yes. the Costco? I was like, I don't want to spend. I don't want to get to 250 Okay. All right. We're good. I can get about 10 days worth of stuff. Does everybody think that way when they go grocery shopping? I've never Well, no, no. In normal circumstances, like if I'm going to like Vons or Smith's, no, I never think like that. Okay. But when I'm going to Costco. What if it was 256? Would you start pulling items off? You're like, well, hold on. No, I would would have been been like, no, I would have been like, well, you just overspent on another thing, you you, you dummy. That would have been another. That's all it would have been. Sorry, I keep interrupting. It's okay. So, Kelly. Very curious. Get to the register. Go through it. I'm, we're going through and like, all right. I think we're going to be pretty close here. What do you think the final number was? I hope it was two fifty six. No, it was two forty eight ninety five. Nailed it, man. Good Price job. Is, Price is right style. Did you get a hot dog on the way I out? I did then? not. I did not. I did not. Price <laughs> you is had right. You a dollar to spare. Price is right What's style. Going? If we were playing Price is Right, I would have won. A, I would have won every showcase. Uh, were Were you there with with your fiance? No, I was on my own. Did you celebrate it all? What, once you what, did you go little tiger when, like I, when, I, when, I, when I when I when I I so you know how it is like I don't want to be like fist bump in front of the uh, the cash. I don't like, know how it is. I, I don't have a special membership. I kind of like, as, as, as soon as soon as soon as I saw the number, I like nodded my head in approval. I'm like, all right, good job, <laughs> good work, good work, a oh, good job, Jeff. Good work. You hey, conquered Wednesday. I, I conquered Wednesday, and not only that, I obviously should be a uh, should be an odds maker on. Uh, on, on, you on should. Costco price. You should. I th- uh, what, who have we had on Prices Right before? Adam Candy, I believe, was on Prices Right. Was he? And I'm just going to guess Ron Flatter was. I mean, I Flatter think, had I, to. Yeah, I think he was. He's Fla- been on Flatter, every game Flatter's show. been on every game show that's yeah. ever existed. So, uh, former Beeson uh, host Ron Flatter, who's now in Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, he is. There you go. See, that was. I know that was. I know that was very interesting for everyone, but I thought it was fun. I, I had a good time. time. I know Kelly had a good time. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's get to the news today. Uh, Kelly, I actually almost asked you before the show today: Can we start the show in darkness and put the lights on in honor of Aaron Rodgers getting out of his darkness retreat? That would have been a good idea. Why did you say that? No, because no, because it. usually what happens is whenever I yeah, ask really, ask anything maybe. with the lights, it's like, oh, it we're, it's going to mess something up if we do it too late or we do them both at the same time. Yeah, Jeff. I, I mean, I know none of our great engineers are listening to me right now, but what we could have done is done it and then apologized after. Ah, okay? see, we could have, yeah, Ken Des, we're sorry, <laughs> even though we didn't do anything. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers is out of the the, uh, the darkness retreat. Uh, 
all the odds for the next team have been taken down. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Interesting. I, I was looking for that for us to discuss this morning. And I maybe I missed a book or two if people are out there, tweet them in, I guess. But uh yeah, every book every book I book I looked at, they were down. That's interesting. Yeah, did he walk out and we, he was did, like, did where's walk, my cell phone? Did he walk out and basically say, you know what? I know what I want to do. I am staying with the Green Bay Packers or I know what I'm doing and I am going on another darkness retreat. Who knows? It's exhausting, this whole thing with him. What an exhausting dude. Great football player. The most talented quarterback I've ever watched. Exhausting. Exhausting The, the best is the, it's the owner. The owner, because now I'm seeing a Schefter tweet too. The owner of this facility in Southern Oregon I love how he so quickly capitalized on the Aaron Rodgers uh, being at his his facility and ratted him out immediately to every reporter that he could have. Southern Oregon, like, did we we didn't know he was going to Southern Oregon until today when he uh, when he emerged and uh, everybody's report everybody's reporting it via the owner of the place. According to uh, according to the Scott Berman guy who owns Sky Cave Retreats, by the way, Kelly, that's. That's the name of it. Get it right, Kelly. Come on. So, Berman said, so Rogers spent all this time in a 300-square-foot room that's partially underground, devoid of light, queen bed, bathroom, a meditation-like mat. Oh, this is, this, is, this is ridiculous. Apparently, this thing can be turned. You can turn on the lights inside the room. Okay. <laughs> So like throw a couple TVs in there and it's an ex- it's exactly like my apartment. So no, I, I mean, I, how is this any different? <laughs> Why would you spend? Okay, okay, hold on. This oh, this opens up a whole different can of worms here. Why would you spend any money to go on this retreat where you actually have the option to turn the lights on? Yes, I understand it's probably a safety issue. God forbid anything happens to anyone at that retreat, but isn't the point of going on a darkness retreat that you have no option? But to be in the darkness? Director Matt chimes in. What about if you have to use the restroom? Maybe okay. you need the lights on. Give him a lantern. <laughs> give him a lantern. <laughs> okay. Like it's camping. Let's go. You're out in the you're again. This is funny, me talking about camping. I don't think yeah, you can find a camping professional. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can find a human <laughs> being who's less likely to go camping than me. Uh, over but, under three hundred and forty nine and a half dollars on camping equipment at Costco. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, way over or way under, because it's either going to be zero or all of it, Kelly. Uh, but uh, no, I, look, it, it, it's just interesting because we talked yesterday about the Derek Carr thing, where the Jets tell him, "Hey, if you sign with you sign with us, uh, you win, you win in New York, you could be Hall of Famer. You could be Hall of Famer. First ballot. Forget being on multiple ballots. First ballot. Kurt Warner didn't even get it on the first ballot, but you could, Derek Carr. But it's just it. This whole this whole quarterbacks." Carousel is going to be exhausting, Kelly. I really hope this gets done like a month before the draft. Like we know where Carr is going. We know if Rodgers is playing or not. We know if Lamar Jackson is just going to play on the franchise tag in Baltimore, assuming that's the route that happens there. But this Aaron Rodgers guy, it's just so, so exhausting. It's so exhausting. Yeah, it is. Buckling because I don't think it's over. knowing Knowing him, we won't know anything until probably July, right? Man, I don't know. I mean, we it's it's if it's July, it's Green Bay or nothing at that point. 
I don't think that. Well, the thing is, he's still under team control. When right? did, so the, when pa- did, when, the Packers when did are gonna, get traded? The Packers are going to be the first one to make a move. Correct. They're going to say, "Hey, we can't wait for you any longer. We've got to go and we got to go and make a move. And if that means you're not coming back, then we're dealing you." When did when did uh? So here's the deal, Kelly. I remember, I obviously when Favre got traded to the Jets, and then that mess happened. You, do you know what the date was on that, Kelly? No idea. How about August 7th? Yeah, that's incredible. It was late because, remember, Favre retired and then showed up at training camp with Rodgers when they were like, Aaron Rodgers is our guy. And there you go. Yeah, it's a different story, though. Because yeah. Aaron Rodgers is not going to do that, right? He's not. He's I, not I, I, are we sure? He's capable of doing anything. <laughs> is that how it worked? Favre retired, Favre then came retired, back. then came back. And it got immediately dealt to the Then it was the, the Jets or Tampa. Yeah. Because the Jets had an injured t- Chad Pennington at the time. And they decided that Favre was the better option. And, Kelly, you remember what happened that year. Yeah. Pennington goes to Miami, and the Dolphins win their only division title of the millennium. Well, there you go, as we all expected. But... He's out of the darkness, Aaron Rodgers. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll tell you more as we uh, get along here. And then one other thing to do, uh, Kelly, we did lose our college basketball play yesterday. Uh, good UConn showed up in the second half. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. That was always the risk. That's the deal with betting against the Huskies. When they decide to play and they're not making boneheaded mistakes, they're as good as anyone in the country. And they hammered Providence in the second half, winning by 18, 87, 69, Final and then the one other game, Kelly. We didn't bet this, but Boston College really handled Virginia yesterday, yeah. sixty-three to forty-eight. There's only one team in the ACC that I even think is worth anything at this point, tournament-wise, and it's your Miami Hurricanes, Kelly. My Miami Hurricanes. Yes, so I never say that again. I know. I, I know how much you love them. The FSU grad in the back, Kelly Bidlin. Miami's the only team in the ACC that I think can make a run. They're really bad defensively. Hey, speaking of college hoops, we have final four odds. A little under a month away from Selection Sunday here on a numbers game. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and money more. Download the MGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. To open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Happy to be with you on a Thursday morning. I'm Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin's here as well. John Jansen's with us in 15 minutes of Philadelphia Sports Radio. Uh, Fox Sports, the gambler, where you hear John Jansen. You'll hear him with us in 15 minutes' time. All right. College basketball is within a month of Selection Sunday. Yeah, it is. Kelly Bidlin loves the NCAA tournament. We all love the NCAA tournament. So there's some odds out of DraftKings to make the Final Four. And I will say this. I want to preface this discussion right now before we get into these odds. 
it is very hard to find value without the bracket being available yet. You sure. can guess. You can try to figure out where everyone's going to go. And then all of a sudden you end up with like last year where it's like, whoa, Kansas, the third number one seed, ended up with the easiest draw you're ever going to see. And guess what? Kansas, like a great team does, takes full advantage of the easy draw and wins a national championship. Mm-hmm. So just want to preface yeah. all this by by saying that, Kelly. So we're, we're, and we're going to talk an NBA market uh, later that I think kind of has similar strategy, mm-hmm. Jeff, where if you're betting this now, it, I think you got to look further down the board for what the, a team that you think is a a sleeper, right, to make the Final Four and take a shot there. I think you're, I think you're right. This market is very bettable once we get closer to the tournament. As long as they're still up after Selection Sunday and you know what paths teams could have, then this could be a really fun market to bet with some of the top teams, right? Oh, if you have oh, it, it, look, look, once you get the bracket, because all the books will come out with – to win the region bets, which is the I, same bet as this. Right. So you'll be able to tell, all right, you know what? The committee actually did a good job for me. Let's say, let's say hypothetically you like Kansas, okay? Kansas gets Kansas City, which could happen. If Alabama had lost to South Carolina last night, oh, boy, here we go. Could have ended up with Kansas getting basically de facto home games in the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Well, let's say Kansas gets shipped out here. Okay, Kelly? Which could happen. They could get the number one seed in the West. That's what they were in the bracket reveal on Saturday, the first uh, of, I think, two pre-tournament reveals that the committee will end up doing. They get shipped out here and have Arizona as the number two seed? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different. That's a little bit different. Even though I think Kansas would beat Arizona, well, that would be a much more difficult game for KU. You're basically going to play. Kelly, have you been to the Pac-12 tournament since moving out here? No. When Arizona is good, it's an Arizona home game. Yeah, period. makes sense. Yeah, I've heard that. That's yeah. what it is. It, yeah, I mean, you see the, that in all the hotels, too. Of yeah. all the fan bases in the Pac-12, they travel by far the best for, for basketball. Far and away. And then, obviously, not Pac-12, but when Gonzaga's down here, we yeah, always see Gonzaga the, fans, right? Look, hey, Kelly, if you're in the resale market for – the NCAA tournament this year here in Vegas. First time ever there's going to be games in Nevada in the NCAA tournament because now gambling's apparently cool according to the NCAA. <laughs> um, <laughs> Still amazing how quickly we shifted you, on this stuff. If yeah. you get an Arizona Gonzaga Elite Eight, you got two fan bases that, yeah, you could be in a little trouble because a lot of them could have already have your tickets. But it's the Elite Eight. It's Las Vegas. It's a Saturday. Yeah. What's stopping people from coming in for the weekend? <laughs> Even though I will tell you, Kelly, I going on that weekend also in town, of course, multiple Taylor Swift concerts. Of course. Oh, geez. To drive up the hotel pricing. Thanks. Yeah, that's gonna be chaos. Yeah, that's gonna be chaos. Okay, so let's go further down the board here. Please, what, that's what? that's I don't want to look at anything favorites wise, Kelly. Down the board's the only thing that I would say is intriguing. Okay, so who who are teams that you think could make a run? Obviously, we don't know a bracket, but what are teams that you think in the that are going to make the NCAA? I think that's the other qualifier you have to have if you're going to bet this now, right? You got to know they're going to make the tournament, right? I don't well, think, I don't think you're betting anyone who's on the bubble. Yeah, like, I don't think you'd be anyway. betting any bubble teams here or anything like that. Unless if you think there is a number that is just so ridiculous, like it would not happen because of who the name is. But if you thought, all right, you know what? North Carolina is just doing the same thing they did last year, where they were inept in the regular season and they're going to get hot at the right time. 
But the problem is you're not going to get a good enough price on North Carolina because North Carolina should probably be about forty to one to make the to make the Final Four right now, and you're not you're not going to get that price. Yeah, uh, right now they are fourteen. Yeah, well that's absurd. You should be getting four zero to one, not one four to one. So you can, you can put that back up if you're watching us at Veasan.com. Uh, so Kelly, you're asking long shots on the last page. Creighton was plus six fifty. Okay, talked about them earlier in the week. TCU is the interesting one at seven to one. Okay. The one concern that I have with that number is that I think they're going to be shorter one, or excuse me, I think they're going to be similarly priced if they are a six or a seven seed. So no reason, no, there's so no think, reason to bet it. I think that's a great, another yeah. great point. That's the no, no rush to bet this. Yeah, no if rush you to think bet they're going to be right in that same range. Now the other one that's interesting, Kelly. What about Marquette? We talked about that. I don't like Marquette. Okay. I don't think. I think Marquette has played over their heads in the regular season. I think they're a very good team. I don't think they're winning. I don't think they're, again, you need to win four games to make the final four. I don't think they're winning four. I don't think they're good enough. As much as I love the Big East this year, the only one, the only two that I think are capable of making a final four are Creighton and Connecticut. But I don't trust UConn because they're boneheads, even though they won big last night. What about Kansas State? You've brought them up before. No, I just don't think they're deep enough. They okay. really are draw-dependent, and they would need some help around them. I think you're getting a better price once you get into the – even though it'll be a three, probably, or a four. If they're a four, you're definitely getting a better price than that because they're going to get lined up with either Houston or Alabama in all likelihood, and they would be a pretty significant dog in both of those games. Okay, I'm going to keep cruising down the board. Kelly – I'll mention it here. I'm not going to call them your team this time. Miami Hurricanes are really interesting. 10 to 1. I don't know if that's long enough right now because the market completely disrespects them. Even though to me, after again, after last night, that was just another one in the long lines. This Virginia team is if they're too prone to having an awful offensive game and they are capable of losing to anyone who's any who's maybe even not any good because Boston College is pretty mediocre, even though they've had a better than expected season. What seed would you expect them to be? Right Who, now? Miami? Yeah. All right. So before the Virginia Tech game, Lenardi, I think, had them as a five. Yeah, he had them as a five. I think Miami, remember, Kelly, they made the Elite Eight last year with not a lot of would, would no, be nowhere near as good as they are this year. Now, granted, they drew Auburn, who was going the wrong way by the time the tournament came around last year, and they smoked them in the round of 32. And then in the, uh, in the round of 16, Miami was actually the, the favorite in a 10-11 game, if you remember, uh, against, uh, against Iowa State, who was – Iowa State's run to the second weekend last year was idiotic. They just, they were fortunate to beat LSU because they had a hot shooting game and then Wisconsin played probably the worst game I think I've ever seen from a competent team in the NCAA tournament in the round of 32. And still only lost the game by, by 14 when they probably should have <laughs> lost the game by 20. Or excuse me, uh, not 14. Uh, uh, looking at the other one. Yeah, they lost by five. 54-49. Very good game there, Kelly. Yep. Very good game last year. It was a horrible one. I think Wisconsin shot under 25%. But I'm just curious because the market is, like I said, markets disrespected Miami all year. Their metrics offensively, their top 10 offense in the country. We've mentioned Nigel Pack. We've mentioned Isaiah Wong. That's as good of a backcourt as anyone has in the country. They are horrible on defense. That's usually a bad sign for success in March. But with the way this field this year is so packed together, 
There's so there's no great teams. We've talked about this. When you have two great guards who can both score the basketball like Wong and back, you have a chance, and you can beat anyone. I don't know if ten. I I I'm, I don't know if you're going to be able to get ten to one by the time the tournament comes around. Because if they win the ACC tournament, which Kelly could absolutely happen, then you're probably stuck. Yeah. That is a number that has to be considered right now. If you think Miami is either winning the ACC regular season, which I don't think is possible right now with the way that they – well, actually, you know what? It is possible. They're tied after Virginia's loss last night. That's yeah, you probably got to bet it now because they, could, win an AC, now. they yeah. could probably win an ACC regular season. And I would – if their number is good enough and the draw works out right – in the ACC tournament, they're a plus money bet for me in that tournament. The, the other thing that I think the other thing, just you know, thinking about what this bet is, right? Where you're talking about the, how good they are offensively, you know, versus defensively. The I think that defense. Look, if you, if you can have such a good high level offense, I think I could carry you through to to the Final Four. It's where your lack of defense when you get to that point is probably going to be really problematic. Yeah, and again, that is draw dependent. You're if they're in the wrong bracket with the wrong one seed, forget it. They're going to lose. John Jansen going to join us next. Host of the line change on Fox Sports Gambler in Philadelphia. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, in addition to the new shows that are coming next week on VSIN, VSIN is going to be kicking off a new set of podcasts that give you every, give better every single insight that you can have on the tools and confidence to make you a smarter, better. VSIN continues to expand its catalog with the following great podcast that we have. The Beeson College Basketball Betting Podcast, which, by the way, out now. Tim Murray is your host. Three episodes a week. You'll hear Matt Humans, Adam Burke. Great college basketball insight. Of course, you have Greg Peterson's podcast as well. The Hockey Betting Podcast from Beeson. Danny Burke hosts with our guy Andy McNeil covering everything hockey twice a week. And coming soon, Beginning in March, Adam Burke, Mr. Baseball himself at the network, was the VEASAN Baseball Betting Podcast, and as well the VEASAN F1 Racing Podcast. Our guy, Mikhail, will take you through all of it, and uh, they're all available for free and online at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. It is a numbers game. Kelly Bidlin here as well, and now with us, I call him a friend, and sometimes I do regret that. My good friend John Jansen with us right now, uh, the host of The Line Change on Fox Sports The Gambler in Philadelphia. John, uh, you even you even dressed up with the logo of your station. I know Sean Brace is happy there with that. <laughs> I'm a company man, Jeff. I just emerged from the darkness after a few days, and I come out looking brand new and shiny with my uh, Fox Sports The Gambler logo. And uh, happy to be on with you, John. No, it's, it's great, to, great to have you, man. And it's uh, it, it, yes, we're all merging from the darkness at this point. Apparently, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I call that a weekend. Aaron Rodgers like- <laughs> calls it a getaway. <laughs> I can't really argue with you on 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 on, on that. Uh, so, John, now let's start. Let's start in the NBA uh, first, because I you you and I talked yesterday, and you said you're not happy with the way that the MVP discussion is going. Explain for everyone why you're not happy with that. 
I'm I'm not happy with it because of I think the the thinking of it and and why Jokic is going to again win the award and this isn't if you're going to do the whole Philly thing it's not about Embiid uh, I think that's kind of long gone I honestly think Giannis should be uh, the front runner for MVP right now but I think analytics is being used in a very wrong way here and we use analytics a lot Vison uses it a lot metrics are good numbers are good we use it to make informed decisions but we should not be used to make end all be all decisions with this and I just feel like when we get a few years removed from this and we look back and Jokic is going to have all these MVP awards, it's going to be really funny when somebody says, Oh, Jokic was the better player because he got three straight MVPs. That's like me saying Steve Nash is a better player than most NBA players because he won two straight MVP awards when really he shouldn't have won the second one. I do it all the time. Cause I I'm a big Steve Nash fan. It's my favorite player ever in NBA history. And I throw that out all the time because it's ridiculous, but Hey, I can say it. Steve Nash won two MVPs, but everybody, I say that too goes, that's a ridiculous statement. It's just, we're using analytics in the wrong way of, of uh, end all be all kind of metrics and stats. It's just, it's not supposed to be applied that way. There's, there is supposed to be some critical thinking here. And I think using metrics, it takes away all kind of critical thinking when it comes to this. And every single time Jokic is up for an award, it's, well, he didn't have a team. All right. Well, now he has a team and he's the number one team in the NBA, some would say, and now everybody's giving him to him because of that. It's changing constantly as well, the narrative around him. I just, I don't get it. Uh, I think it's a gross misuse of numbers, and I think it needs to be changed, the way we look at this award, and actually involves some critical thinking in it. Well, critical thinking is good. I'll give you that. Uh, the, the, it, it's interesting because you bring up the Nash Awards, which the second one is the most egregious MVP yes. voting I can remember because yeah. Kobe was clearly the MVP of the league that year, and Nash somehow won his second straight. Even the year before, Shaq should have been the MVP, and instead it was Nash. But it, it really is interesting how this, again, the Jokic MVP, the first one, the first one he deserved 100%. Last year, it's funny, I thought he deserved it last year too, but people are going a little revisionist history on, oh, he didn't really deserve it. But, John, it's kind of turning, and this happens in gambling Twitter as well. This happens in all sorts of Twitter, the group think becomes the popular and sexy thing to join. And then all of a sudden you have a runaway, a, one, a runaway train like this again, where Jokic is a $3 favorite to win the MVP again. Yeah. And usually in most cases here, Giannis would be by far the MVP. They're second in the Eastern conference. He's doing this basically by himself right now. Uh, I know the bucks are dealing with some injuries and his numbers are through the roof and it's just the, these metrics. And again, I think I go back to, to one stat all the time and that's in baseball when war is used and war is used as a kind of catch all stat, like war is the number that tells you who the best player in baseball is. But I don't think that's how it should be applied. I think it could be used as a guide. What players are good, where you can rank in tiers of players, but it's not going to tell me who the best player in baseball is. I think in the NFL, if you strictly used EPA to judge quarterbacks, Jared Goff would be one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now because of his numbers this past season. Like these numbers aren't supposed to be used in that way. They're guides for telling you, okay, maybe golf has gotten better in that circumstance, or maybe an MLB player is now he's gone into an elite tier, but to use it as in this way as a, Oh, well, the metrics and advanced stats tell me Jokic is better here. So we must be better. That's just, that's not the way he uses them. And I think it's the wrong application of them. John Jansen with us right now. He hosts the line change on Fox sports, the gambler in Philadelphia. John, just 
pivoting in the NBA. We'll stay with the Eastern Conference now. Look, uh, Boston currently the one seed. Milwaukee's won 12 in a row. The Sixers have calmly and quietly moved up to the three seed. I, John, I'll just ask you this because you're in Philadelphia. Is not making the Eastern Conference Finals, even though you have two teams in front of the Sixers that, to me, are clearly better, does that constitute just another failure and probably a change of regime at this point for the Sixers? I don't know. I don't know what would would push that to a change of regime because it felt like last year should have been the end of doc. You know, this has been a couple of years now, a few years now where they've gotten to a certain point and just have not been able to push through that in terms of going from the second round into the Eastern conference final. So yeah, this, to me, this is a make or break kind of year. Uh, and that's, that's what makes this a failure. If they don't make the Eastern conference final, this team was built to make one. The fact that they aren't better than the two teams at the top, that obviously is a problem. And that, I think that that just goes back to the Sixers not being good enough, not getting the right talent. I think Daryl Morey making some not so great moves, but I think as of right now, I feel like the Sixers are in a good spot. I think they very clearly are part of the three teams in the Eastern Conference. Like when, yes, the Cavaliers could certainly make a run because they have some really young talent. Now, Donovan Mitchell there. I just like that team overall. And I think they are a bit of a matchup problem for the Sixers. Um, and at any point, you know, the Heat, maybe the Knicks somehow, this really works out uh, with Brunson and Josh Hart and all that, the Villanova band getting back together. But I, I, I think the Sixers are very clearly that third team. And from what I'm seeing now, at least in February, now I don't know what it's going to be in March. I don't know what it's going to be in April or May, but I know right here in February, James Harden looks, uh, looks fresh and it's probably the best basketball I've seen him play in quite a long time. His assists, he's the, the number one in assists in the NBA. His scoring has been good. He's actually getting by players. So last year, I think one of the big problems was he wasn't healthy and he just couldn't get to the bucket. And now he is, if he has a matchup that he could take advantage of, he can actually take advantage of it this time around. Now, the thing is, I understand that I'm saying that in February and I don't know what his health is going to be or how fresh he's going to be in March. But I think this is to me, the best spot the Sixers have been in since they've had Joel Embiid. Uh, they got some really good players on the bench. Uh, Maxie's been the si a good sixth man. Melton's been a good two-way player. I think McDaniels is going to end up being a good two-way player for the Sixers as well uh, that they got over in a trade from Charlotte. But I, I think the Sixers are in a good spot. That being said, though, I think you're right in that the Bucks and Celtics are very clearly the top two teams in the East. John, we have about 90 seconds left. Who is the best team in college basketball? It's Kansas, I think. Uh, I know Alabama also in that conversation, but I, I just think Kansas with the experience, uh, they have a great, tr uh, they have a great true point guard, traditional point guard uh, that is very good at getting that offense moving. Now I know the offense can be inconsistent at times. They have a great freshman uh, in Grady Dick, and they also have Jalen Wilson, who's close to 20 points per game. I think really the only knock and the, what would give you pause about Kansas is they won it last year and going back to back only seven teams uh, in the history of college basketball have won back to back titles. It's extremely hard to do. Um, and look, Alabama, you can make the case for Houston question marks because of schedule for sure. Uh, but I just think with the experience, the fact that they do have some young talent, NBA talent and Grady Dick there, who is only going to get better. Uh, I think Kansas to me is looking like probably the best team in college basketball. right? Now. All right, John, one, one word answer. The Jets quarterback next year will be who? Ooh, Derek Carr. There we go. There we go. Derek Carr, future Hall of Famer, according to the Jets.
first ballot. Although Hall of Aaron Rodgers retreat, that sounds like, you know, living in New York, you know, 300 square foot, not any lights. <laughs> Might as well. Might, might as well move to New York. Go and ahead. there you go. You chance, the chance in the Philadelphia and gets a shot in, in the new, at New York, and it's perfect. <laughs> John Jansen, everyone. Again, you uh, can find him on the tweets at jjansen34. Host of the line change on Fox Sports, the gambler in Philadelphia. John, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you, buddy. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate today. it, Jeff. Good talking to you. Absolutely. John Jansen, everyone. And, uh, again, got his shot in at New York. Uh, very Philadelphia. Very Philadelphia. Hey, the NBA's back tonight, Kelly Bidlin. Let's go. Rejoice. NBA chatter on the other side. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. So log into your account today or sign up for BetMGM for the first time. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion and place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. And if you miss only one leg of the wager, you'll get your money back up to $25 in bonus bets. This promotional offer not available in Mississippi, New York, or Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Sorry. We missed out on all the fun out here. Happy to be with you on a Thursday morning. Kelly, I nearly said Tuesday earlier in the show. We're not going back in time yet. You would not be happy because there would be no NBA to talk about today. That's right. Back in action tonight, man. Back in action after a week away. The All-Star game was as bad as it's ever been. Yeah. There are a few games that are actually quite good tonight. Denver's and Cleveland. Oh, there's some great games. Memphis today. Memphis and Philly. John uh, John bringing it strong with the MVP talk. I don't I don't necessarily uh disagree. Um It's tough this year. I, I think the one that's t- it's going to be tough for people, especially if Jokic doesn't do anything in these playoffs. It's just going to be tough for people to accept that he's in a class with Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Moses Malone, I believe it is, of the only guys who have won three MVPs. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's interesting. It's interesting. Three MVPs in a row, correct? Or are you talking three MVPs, period? Three MVPs, period, I believe they are. Jordan didn't have three? Jordan's got five. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it got to be in a row. You're right. Yeah, I think it's in a row because uh, Jordan's got Kareem. Yeah, it's three in a row. Three in a row. My, uh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, that, yeah. LeBron also has four. So, yes, you're talking three in a row. Okay? Yeah, in a row. Yeah, there we go. Larry Bird, by the way. Larry Bird going three in a row from 83 to 86 is incredibly impressive. With all the great it players really, that were in the league at that point. It really is. But that's where it's like you start talking championships with, you know, with these teams, right? And it's, well, Jokic, Jokic uh, you know, you know, how many conference finals are we making? Oh, well, right? that's the thing. Like, I think for the sake, and, and did uh, this is not the conversation we we're going to have here, and we'll get in. And actually, you know, it kind of works here because we're going to talk about the best record, uh, best record post All Star break in a second here. But, Kelly, you're kind of at a point now where if Denver gets a number one seed, and I know it's a lot, it, it is a harder place to play in a regular season than the postseason. You get the one seed, you got to make the finals. I don't care to Durant. Right. That's I, don't, I don't care to Durant's in, in in the West. I don't care that the Clippers might be a legitimate threat again. 
I don't care. If, I don't care if Golden. I don't care if you have to play Golden State with a healthy Steph in round one. If you're the number one seed, you have to get to the finals. And if Denver, I mean, could you imagine what the Twitter narrative is going to be if Denver were to lose the Golden State in the one eight? Yeah. And being sufferable. I mean, that's like that's going to be tough, man. If if you're the one seed or the two seed in the West, if you have to face a healthy Warriors, a, a healthy Pelicans, yeah. like it, it could be lined up for a disaster. But that's where I think we're that conversation of Jokic is going to start turning if that happens about whether this guy is, you know, I don't want to say the word overrated, but that's He's not. That, I don't think he is either at all. But that's what people are going to start saying if that happens. Well, again, it's just a matter. Again, you're dealing with a league that is just the top. The top players are so talented at this point, and the fact that someone could win three in a row in this era is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Giannis probably could have won it in Jokic's first year, mm-hmm. but they refused to give Giannis three straight, and then they they're gonna ha- flip around and give Jokic three straight. I think that I think you're right. If Denver doesn't, it's a regular season award, but if Denver doesn't make a final, at least. It's not going to say well with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, Kelly. So, what do we? What is this new market of DraftKings that that, that popped out here? Yeah, how about uh, most uh, the best record after the All Star Game, which we are starting with tonight? I thought okay. that was a fascinating, uh, fascinating market that they put up. So you got a race to the finish. You got a b- bunch of different teams. Biggest thing to keep in mind here is that teams have different number of games remaining, right? So Philadelphia, for example, has twenty five games left on their schedule. And I believe 21 is the least. Yeah, you got a few teams with 21. So that's number one thing to keep in mind. Uh, but the odds that uh, DraftKings has posted, Celtics plus 270, Suns plus 475, Nuggets plus 550, Bucks plus 850, Mavericks plus 850, Clippers 10 to 1, and on you go from there. Again, this would be best record after the All-Star break, so starting with tonight's games. Um, there's some interesting one here, ones here, Jeff. I think you need to think about this a little bit. Like we were kind of talking about the final four odds, there's a lot of qualifiers here. I think you need a team that, you know, look, is a team going to run away and hide with a one seed or a two seed? No, it doesn't look like that right now, but, you know, could theoretically Denver get into a spot where they're they're right there? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um that could happen. I mean, they got a five-game lead right now on the Grizzlies. I think you need to keep stuff like that in mind. You need to keep stuff like, uh, like the Cavs are maybe a team I like in this, but right now they got a two-and-a-half-game lead on the Nets in the five seed. They got a four-and-a-half-game lead on the Knicks in the on the, in the six seed. Is there a chance that the top four teams in the East kind of run away and hide, and then they can just play? They can use home court, and there's not going to be a lot of jostling for position there between the four and three seed. I don't know. I think it's something to keep in mind. These odds are interesting, though. And there's three teams that do that do jump out to me here, Jeff. I think you got to start with the Mavericks. I'm not very. I'm not extremely high on this team. Um, I don't know that I think this Luka Kyrie fit is gonna work. But you're still talking about two of the most individually talented basketball players on the planet, and they have the easiest schedule remaining in the mm-hmm. NBA, mm-hmm. including three games against the Spurs, two games against the Charlotte Hornets, two games against the Pacers. You have to keep that kind of stuff in mind when you're looking at making a bet in this market, even if you don't think the Mavericks are gonna be great once the playoff starts. 
this this is a big deal for the end of the regular season and what you're and what you're actually betting here. So that one jumped out to me. I you know I don't know if there's any jumping out to you. The Cavs I brought up. Cavs are interesting. Yeah, Cavs I brought up before. Twenty seventh toughest remaining schedule in the NBA. So they're at that bottom end too. Uh, Three games against the Hornets, a game against the Rockets, a game against the Pistons left on that schedule. The other team I don't think we can rule out is is. Is the Lakers here, Jeff? Ah, there we go. I mean, they got to make a push, right? There's nobody that is going to be with more pressure to win here over the next few weeks than the Los Angeles Lakers. They are currently two and a half games back of the play-in position. They are three and a half games back uh, of of the sixth seed in the Mavericks. So... They got to win here. They got to win if they want to get into that play-in tournament or even possibly beyond it. I do like what they did at the trade deadline. I do think this team is going to be a lot better as long as AD can stay on the court. They're going to be a lot better than what we've seen them uh, earlier this year. I, that one would be if you're looking for a longer odd one. That one that one interests me a bit at 13 to one. I don't know. I'm going further down the list. I don't know how many more how many more of them jump out to me. Kelly, can I ask you an NBA scheduling question real quick? Sure. Because just looking through the remaining strength of schedules, yeah, here, and it shows who they have left uh, on the page I'm on. It is February 23rd. How can the Thunder and the Suns have four <laughs> games against each other left? That's the most. How is that up. possible? Uh, I don't know. It's what always, kind of scheduling it's, is that? It's always got to. It's got to be like an arena issue or something. Because but that's this, still ridiculous. This though. happens once or twice a year with teams, and it never makes any sense. I'm, w- I'm with you. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> like I'm going through. Oh, they got. They have, they have the Thunder have the Kings twice, the Clippers on a back-to-back. All right, fine. And then get to it, Phoenix 4. What? <laughs> what? So I, I, it's funny because I actually was thinking, like, you know what? It's probably not going to happen, but I had 150 to 1 with a team that is on the cusp of, the, of making the – they're at the 10 seed right now. They're young. They're playing well. Again, I don't think it's worth making a bet because a lot of good things have to happen for you. But it's 150 to one on Oklahoma City to have the best record after the All Star break, and then I see the four against Phoenix, which no thank you then, because then you could be getting an 0 and four there. Phoenix is playing straight up in all those games, Kelly, and you're toast. Yeah, you're totally toast. So uh, I mean, look, one, they, I love the, I love the Thunder, but man, this team would have to run pure. They'd have no, to they'd run, have to run pure. pure. Well, and also again, four against the, the Suns. And two against the Clippers, where the Clippers could very easily need those games in April to stay in the top six. Bad mix. Very bad mix. Dallas is the only thing. Dallas and Cleveland are the only two things I'd consider here. I, actually, I sk- actually think I like the Mavericks. I don't, I don't really love that yeah, team. Yeah, look, I don't love that team either, but their schedule's easy. And the best opponent they play the most remaining is Memphis. And I actually think they match up all right with Memphis. Yeah. Memphis is overrated, too. So, plus 850 on Dallas. They have the best post-All-Star break record in the NBA. I don't mind that. Don't mind that at all. Hey, college hoops. Another big card. Kelly, we got another one of Twitter's favorite trend today. Northwestern and Illinois. That's the game. More to preview here on a numbers game. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.